Testing, one, two. Testing, testing. A testing, one, two, a one, two. Bring it up a little bit more than that. Huh? A little bit more? Yeah, that's right. How about now? Ooh, that might have been too hot. A little too hot. Let's see here. Testing, one, two. Testing. There we go. Excellent connection here, people. I was going to open up this the, the show with uh, some uh, Bruce Springsteen, uh, Springsteen singing, but uh, I'll spare you that. Maybe I'll do uh, that in the next episode. I'll talk about uh, the reinvigoration of my musical soul through Bruce Springsteen. Uh, I've been listening to him on YouTube quite a bit lately at the library. Outside typing away on my next comic. Uh, my next comic, Rage number five, is in production. My next comic, Rage number four, uh, untitled, just simply called Rage four, uh, will be in. Will be selling on IndiePlanet.com. Check out Rage. Issues one through three on indieplanet.com. And uh, lo and behold, we have Daniel Wilson <laughs> interrupting my plug of my comic book. How dare you, sir? <laughs> well, I got let in early by your <laughs> lovely secretary. Yeah, I know. She's something, isn't she? I mean, she flirts with everybody. I say, look, he's taken. Leave him alone. Yep. You know, she will not leave. All my guests alone, you know, heaven forbid, I have Eckhart Tolle on here. You know, what's going to happen there? You know, he might stop being the present moment guy and start being something else. Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how you been doing? Uh, I've been doing great. Here in Phoenix, weather is nice and can't complain at all. Looks like it's... I'm buying a house. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Looks oh. like I'm buying a house. Oh, oh, Mina wow, that's a big move. Quite. <laughs> in, in this market, it's a big move. Big, bold move, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But, uh, well, you listen to your instincts. That's one thing I've learned. You know, most of the time... I'd say 90% of the time they're, they're correct. God help you in the 10% of the time they're not. But, you know. 90, that's pretty good. I mean, <laughs> I'd say so. If you're, yeah, just follow yeah. your instinct. 90% chance, that's an A. You'll get an A in life. You know, you won't. Well, the thing is you won't regret things as much because you're listening to your little voice. Right. Because you knew that was the right thing to do at the time. You knew, uh, um, unless someone really breaks it down to you like that's incredibly illogical. And you think about it, you chew it over for a bit, and then it, it makes sense. But most of the time, I think the little voice is, is the right way to go. But uh, I couldn't I agree know, more. 
and you got to develop the little voice. Sometimes mm -hmm. there can be a neutral voice inside your head. Mm -hmm. And um, you got to listen to that thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, man. And I think the times that I didn't listen to my little voice, I got myself in a little bit of straight, a little, 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 uh, little dire straits, a little, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, but, you know, I learn. I learn yep. that way, you know. Um, it's not a waste if you, if you learn something. That's what I always say, you know. Yep. Uh, but man, I, yeah, I was going to tell you, it's, you're, you're, you must feel, you'll feel really even better now because I'll, I'll just have, you know, it's about 14 degrees here in Michigan and it's probably worse in Minnesota. <laughs> so yeah. So enjoy it. What, what, how many degrees is it over there? Uh, right now it is, it's eight thirty nine, and we're at 52. Yeah. Not bad, right? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. So I'm, you know, it's been getting down in the thirties, mid thirties at night. And, you know, I'm not, I'm in bed at that time. So yeah. evenings are just beautiful. If I'm hiking, which I do often, usually hike around sundown and I'm in a t-shirt, man. And it's just perfect. It's just perfect. You get, you work up a little bit of a sweat, even going up the mountain. Uh, yeah. Right, right by us. We have this mountain called Shadow Mountain. It's part of the Phoenix Mountain Preserve. And I didn't, it was the first place I hiked when we got to our new apartment. And my first time, I didn't like it as much as I now, I now I love this place. And it's actually the closest hike. The, I, I was going to the, the main mountain preserve where uh, Piestawa Peak is, even though we park on the opposite side and it's a 10 mile hike to get there. Um, anyways, that's where I was going. And I loved it because yeah. you just surrounded my mountains. But then we got our dog, Vince. Yeah. 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 We got our dog, Vince. And even though the main mountain preserve that's just a little further away is bigger, um, there's more people there. And when we take them to Shadow, there's like barely anyone there. So it's immediately I can, you know, we can go off leash and Vince is so good. Like he'll, if I say come back, he'll come back. He stays mm -hmm. with us. He's, he's like part of the team big time, you know? And, uh, so now I just love shadow mountain, a place where I can, I, you know, you can just see if there's people you can see, cause you can kind of see the whole area. So just knowing that, I can, it's a big enough space where I can cut him loose and he doesn't, he's not constantly pulling me in every direction to sniff because he, he sniffs, he's very dominant. He sniffs and he pees like 15 times a walk because he wants to mark every single little bush <laughs> he can, you know? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, from what I've seen in the, some of the videos you put out, he seems very, uh, very obedient, very yeah. uh, easygoing from what I've seen, you know. I mean, every dog has their little moments of wildness, but 
yeah, he seems really uh, seems smart. Seems uh, seems with it. Yeah, yeah. he's that's really the smart. gist I get from him. Thanks. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. Uh, was was he? Where did you get him? You know, basically, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah, we got him at a shelter uh, about twenty minutes from our house. He was actually rescued from Mexico. He's about a year old, so he's kind of a wow. Mexican. He's a Mexican street dog. Like, yeah. Uh, so he's smart. He's got that street smart. <laughs> yeah. Right. He could probably drive a car. <laughs> he, yeah, he is. He's great, man. Like, and smoke uh, a cigarette at the same time. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's, you know, hey, God, God love you because it's, it's not easy. It's not easy raising. Uh, how old is he? One. He's one. Yeah. In a couple months. Oh, one and a couple months. Yeah, it's not easy. Uh, I don't know raising a a dog, a young dog, or uh, definitely we've had a uh, you know puppies, you know the family and everything, and uh, it's it's been it was a lot of work. Yeah. For everybody involved, and I'm you know my brother's dog. You know, he used to chew his, uh, he used to chew the comic book uh, long box when he went away. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he had his little fits, but he ended up being a really good dog in the end. And, uh, but it takes, you know, some of these dogs, it takes discipline. You got to be able to discipline them right and keep yeah. them in check, you know. Yeah. And Vince needs a little bit because he, he can get a little wild. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's, uh, that's, uh, to be expected, I think. Yeah. That it is in his nature to be a little wild child, mm -hmm. but he's a really good guy now. And uh, yeah, he that's likes, great. he sticks with us. So that's cool. I don't think he'd go anywhere if he had the chance to leave. Mm -hmm. He's got it good. I mean, this guy gets a massage pretty much 16 hours a day. Yeah. He's getting a massage from someone. Boy, what a, what a new life you're making, man! I, I tell you, the, the dog adds a whole another dynamic to it, and uh, no, it's I give you props, you know. And then the, you know, having the the foresight or the you know the boldness to, to get a house right now, and uh, you know that's these are some big moves, and uh, I commend you for for doing that. Yeah, I mean, I see the thing. My reasoning for the house now is. The stuff I want to do, it's two acres. So the house is actually very small. Uh, I think a big portion of the mm -hmm. price is, you know, the, the lot itself. And um, we want to do a bunch of stuff on that lot, which uh, is separate from the value of the property. You know? Yeah. I mean? Right. Um, so to me, even if property values to collapse, uh, I would still be in a better position because I get to, you know, uh, start working my stuff. Right. That, yeah. And that's the most important thing. It doesn't, a house makes the most sense because then you can spend a lot of time with your garden and right. uh, you can overlook your two acre project. And it's just haven't, you know, it's just a little two bedroom, one bathroom house. We're going to do a bunch of stuff to it, but, uh, all in due time, but it's still two acres and we got a nice path into the, 
that goes into the nat national forest right out the mm -hmm. front door open the front door cross the street and now you're on a path that goes into the national forest and then you can take that path all the way over a mountain which is actually a volcano and wow. uh and uh go wow. hike into sedona so we're on the border of sedona and this is all granted it happens like i haven't closed yet you never know what something could happen so i reserve the right to come back next week and say ah didn't get the house mm -hmm. but i think it looks like we're getting it and so either way i have to start thinking about it so it's fresh on my mind it looks like we're getting the house like everything is good basically yeah. and uh, i think all the t's are crossed and i's are dotted and uh yeah we're gonna start growing some food and get a nice sauna again and uh have a nice little uh give vince a nice little yard to run around in you know what i'm saying yeah for sure and dogs love to have some room to to do that yes but this you know this is that'll be our primary residence you know but i'm gonna be working in phoenix so i'll be in phoenix all of the time and uh, uh which i love and i'm dude, i'm falling in love with phoenix it's crazy yeah what maybe, is it about phoenix that you like well this it, it's easy for me to say in the you know february um uh i i love the nature aspect the most i love the weather i love the sunsets <laughs> mm -hmm. i've never seen anything like it uh everyone's generally in like where i'm at i know it's not i'm in a nicer area but everyone's just polite good experiences um the nature the trails the, yeah the, that's the big thing for me um, yeah being able to just take a little drive and boom i have acres and acres of sonoran desert pathways and just it is the most inspiring like you just head out and i'm in awe of this yeah. place, of this place the views the colors everything everything is so interesting too you learn about the cactuses and the native plants the desert plants that are just so tough they can handle they can handle the heat they can handle low water just survivors you know and uh yeah but it's also i also love it because it's a big city and a lot of stuff happens here there's a lot of stores there's a lot of you know you can mm -hmm. there's different uh <clears throat> All kinds of different stuff going on here. Great place for shows. If you like the comedy scene, like Tripoli was just here. I didn't mm -hmm. go, but the that would have been cool. Yeah. UFO conferences, paranormal people, like it's all in AZ oh, is man. huge. Phoenix yeah. is huge for that stuff. Yeah, you should you should think about going to at least one just to see how it is. For sure. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I love that. You, you're painting a, a picture in my imagination, especially. I'm, I'm picturing the, uh, are there like a bunch of skyscrapers in downtown Phoenix? 
Yeah, but it's it's not it's it there are there are but it's a beautiful city because you got mountain backdrops, you know. Right, and then the sun going down behind the mountains for the sunset. Yeah, it overpowers kind of the the natural beauty of Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, it just overpowers the skyline. It just it adds beauty to the skyline. It's just, yeah, it's it's uh, you're driving west right after the sun goes down, maybe mm-hmm. not. And you're just like in awe of every direction. You're in like this glowing, just surreal, magical place. And it just glows like crazy. Yeah. And anyone that is in AZ knows what I'm talking about. It gets pretty, pretty wild uh, sunsets. Yeah. Yeah. Because you look, you look in one direction and it's like this orange yellow spectrum and then you turn around and it's like a blue purple spectrum uh colors and the, it, it just knocks you out like i'll be talking to people outside like the other day mm-hmm. I, was, I was talking to people i was talking to uh a new buddy and we were sitting outside and the sun had gone down and all of a sudden the colors came out and he was talking to me and i just had to like I couldn't pay attention to what he was saying. I just, yeah. I, I got hit by this. We were up in Fountain Hills and that Fountain Hills is gorgeous. Just gorgeous, gorgeous mountains everywhere. Um, you can see the superstition mountains. You can see four peaks. They had snow, <coughs> snow on them. Yeah. And, uh, just some breathtaking stuff. And so, you know, may, maybe there's uh, others out there that it's normal for them because they grew up with it. But for me, who was just starving for it. Yeah. I, I, I've I had tastes of it throughout my adult life and I, I never stay long enough. And now finally I just, I'm here. And um, I, I had the realization over the weekend and today again it's just like i had this fall in love with phoenix moment i didn't really feel it until just recently just very recent because i liked it before i'm not saying i didn't like it but then it just i don't know maybe it was everything that happened but um yeah beauty beautiful can't wait for you to come yeah can't beat yeah, that, can't beat that weather. Just a little bit of sunshine, you know. Get a little bit of sunshine on your face and your back, you know. You're you're buzzing again. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, there's been a uh, bump uh, in that plan. Uh, went to the eye doctor the other day and uh, found out I got a cataract in my left eye that's uh, got to get to. Uh, uh, taken care of so that's not gonna be cheap <laughs> wow. um unless unless my insurance can cover it i'm not i'm not sure i, I have to look into it and see how much it covers but mm-hmm. yeah that. yeah medical you know? emergency bro yeah i mean that's not like i'm gonna lose my eye tomorrow it's just i'm gonna i can save up a little bit but i gotta start looking into getting it taken care of. I, I've researched and I guess it's only from what I saw, it's only a 10 minute procedure. So it's not, doesn't seem too bad, but 
Oh, it sucks. Nice. You know, yeah, it's just one of those things. Yeah, it's like, yeah, minutes. it just, yeah. I mean, 10 minutes doesn't seem so bad. It, it doesn't seem like it's a big ordeal from what I read, but, uh, you know, it's just one of those things I kind of want to get taken care of before, you know, anything gets out of hand or I wait too long or whatever the deal is. So, sure. You know, but, uh, Never can tell what the year has for you. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> Never can tell. I mean, I'm lucky. I got my, I got some money uh, in the emergency fund, mm-hmm. and I've been building that up. And uh, you know, I got taxes coming around the corner, which I should get a decent refund. Nice. So that'll that'll help. Um, but yeah, I just got my, I just got my tooth. Uh, I they're putting in a new crown next week, so I got my temporary in and. All these I've been kind of doing like, uh, you know, the oil, oil, the oil change on my, on my human body, just to make sure everything's still okay, you know, and yeah, take care of it all. You know, I should go see the doctor. It's been a while since I've had my checkup, so it'd probably be a good idea to get that done too. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm still, I still want to travel this this year. Like I was talking about that in the last episode. Like, I think I, I still want to get some traveling in. So it's not not off the table it's just kind of i'm kind of weighing in the you know the money you know and, and all that yeah 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 you know just getting a, i think getting a an affordable plane ticket you know i could start looking at least just to see what you know what southwest got has for me or spirit airlines or something god i look i think it was to, uh frontier maybe it was like 125 round trip back to Minneapolis. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's a steal. Yeah, Oof. I mean, I, I would just check, dude, because uh, you know you're not gonna have to spend much if you're here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I'll uh, I'll look into that. That's a really good price. I'm I'm used to having to pay like 500 to 800 to go to California and back. So it's like I'm thinking that kind of money, you know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it is. I don't know what it's mm-hmm. – a lot of people come and go from Minnesota to Phoenix. So I'm – Well, Phoenix is a big – that's a big like central hub. Like I've, I've taken a lot of planes that we stopped in Phoenix, mm-hmm. you know. So – that's a pretty I've been to the airport a few times. Um kind of like Chicago. That's another one where you end up landing a lot there midway yeah. between long flights. Uh, O'Hara. Um but anyway, I guess all that aside, we need to get down to the brass tacks of what this episode the intention of this episode which I named it the paranormal hour and uh we both had the chance to watch Missing 401 the UFO connection. Yep. And, uh, you know, you watched on, uh, what'd you watch it on prime or Vimeo prime. or whatever. Okay. I got the DVD. I'm like, I'm going to go all out. I'm going to get the DVD. And, uh, you know, it's funny. Cause he gets, it get right. It's funny. It gets right to, there's no like special, special menu, no animated menu or it just gets right to it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, I guess this is, this is it. And, uh, um, yeah, I thought. Well, go ahead. Tell me. Tell me what your initial thoughts are after after watching that. Um, I thought it was wild, especially the story about the. I think it was the cow getting beamed up 
and just yeah carried away yeah yeah uh i thought it was wild i thought it was good i thought and then when you put that in perspective you know i i just like pilates Mm -hmm. pilates (laughs) pilates and uh i think that with everything that's kind of going on in the news with ufos it's like people are really hyping it up disclosure i don't know if you've noticed uh but it seems like ufos are in the news Mm, so mm -hmm. i like watching uh i like watching the missing 411 stuff because it adds so much um authenticity to Mm -hmm. what's going on you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean uh it's interesting because you know watching his other movies and all that and it's like it's everything's kind of leading up to it because it's what else can leave no tracks you know what else can um manipulate weather but something with with a sufficient enough technology or some kind of supernatural power to do that every time in the patterns of just like no tracks, oh, severe weather change almost almost every time when they take somebody. Um, no physical traces on a lot of the bodies yet there. So the, the case of death is unknown. Um, I mean, come on, come on. We're dealing with something. If it's terrestrial, it's, it's still, it's got some kind of crazy power to it. Uh, if it's, uh, you know, a corrupt um, government with some kind of sci-fi technology, you're still a sci-fi technology. So it's still pretty wild. Um, otherwise that it's, it's aliens or extra dimensional creatures. And it's a, it's a, it's a paradigm shift, man. And people, I mean, <laughs> I haven't discussed this with all my friends because it's just like it's one of those topics where it's like really people need to watch it for themselves. They need to really get in there and, and, and see how well he's reasoned out all the different options of what it isn't. Yeah. And it's just like Sherlock Holmes. If you take everything out that isn't what it is, what you have left is that's probably what it is. Yeah. And people are like, you know, I think you got to watch the stuff or or read the stuff. But once you start realizing Mm -hmm. that uh, all the search, the search and rescue is so extensive. Yeah. And they have so much technology to search. Yeah. They can't find the people like and they they're completely stumped. I mean. They they throw the book at these missing people, mm-hmm. and, and then the 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 people show up in the spot <laughs> that they search with. I with, know with with body hound. There's hounds, and then there's like dead cadaver hounds, right? The diff two different yeah. kinds of hounds, and they do both. They they're looking for uh, live and dead. Yeah. And, they go through the areas over and over again. And then the person, once they stop looking, the person shows up in that area. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's like crazy. 
Yeah, no kind of kidnapper with that's humankind can can pull that off. I'm Not sorry, this can't. many times over this long of years because yeah. his cases go way back. Yeah. They're like, you know, black and white photos, right? Yeah. Well, hundred like I think some of them go back to 1800s. You know, maybe yeah. even earlier than that. So it's, it, yeah, it's unreal. It's unreal. Um, I, I thought the testimony that 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 uh, the witness gave that guy, um, I forgot his name, but uh, the one where he was the hunter and he went out to get the elk, or, and uh, <laughs> that that uh, guy, which. It is. It, it's really weird how sci-fi. It's like straight out of like a '50s movie, like a cheesy, where it's got the the antennas, yeah. the way it's described, and he's got like a black suit, and his face is all. It's got some weird tentacles coming out of the face. It's kind of like something we'd imagine from a 1950s sci-fi movie or something cheesy like it. But that makes it even weirder that it is. So I'm thinking maybe. That's our, how our brains, a lot of it is how we interpret what we're seeing. Mm -hmm. And that's the, the thing that it's trying to s communicate to us. Maybe it, th whatever he was looking at looks completely different in reality. Yeah. But that's what we can handle and relate it to. Right. Um, and then it just throws some, uh, some pills at him. It says, hey, it says, <laughs> it says, hey, you hungry? And it throws his pills at him in slow motion the way they did the animation. I'm like... I, yeah, you're going to take some pills from an alien. I don't, you know, that's what was so strange. And he's like, yeah, I, I guess I'll take them. But see, that might have been, they were hypnotizing him or doing well, something right. prior to that. Yeah, and it's a, to me, it's just such a crazy idea of yeah. encountering an entity that's clearly has the higher ground than you, the higher perspective, the higher intelligence, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like, you know, like I, I love dogs. Dogs are really smart, but you can outsmart the dog, right? When you're in the presence of the dog, mm -hmm. the dog knows that you, it's dealing with a, uh, maybe, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but it's kind of like, uh, a person and a, a young dog or a dog and a dog that knows the human is smarter, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not trying to take away the the intelligence of dogs. I'm just I think yeah. that but it's kind gotcha. of like that. Yeah. It's like where we're the dog and they're the human. Um Yep. And you're just in it's a scary concept that we're to think you're not the top of the food chain. You could mentally, mentally and uh, intelligence-wise, you're not the top of the food chain. You could encounter a being that had complete dominance over you mentally um, and physically. Like that would be a intense. That could be an intense encounter. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I, it's some of these stories. Like, you know, what I like about the books is that there's so many stories. There's it goes deep because it's just case after case after case. It's yeah. so hard hitting, and like one of them is like uh, this. The, they found this this horse, or something. I'm trying to think. The horse freaked out, or or, or or I'm trying to think how he knew about that. But there is a hunter, and his all his 
there's no there's no sign of any weapons or anything like that and something about the horse somebody heard that the horse just flipped out or it heard something or, or something like that and i'm thinking maybe these things are just whatever they're encountering whatever kind of uh, creature or alien whatever it's so terrifying that for a horse to flip out so intensely it's like yeah that's pretty scary because <laughs> your imagination goes wow could you imagine seeing something that's so unlike anything you've seen but it just it just terrifies you to that extent it's like it yeah whew, um some scary <laughs> stuff but uh one of the things that it kind of it, it kind of left you with a sense of oh boy it's not good it was how it had the guy in the spaceship right and they were checking to see if he was uh you know if he could you know um uh, if he had, he had his reproductive stuff was working and he had a vasectomy and all that so they pretty much it's pretty much dropped him off but they they like dropped him off like hardcore yeah and uh like so that, whatever that's, that's some crazy evidence right there that yeah he couldn't produce he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't uh because he had a bisectomy they didn't want him so right. they were looking for someone without a vasectomy right yeah that's uh i mean that's a whole nother yeah but they don't give a shit like they just dropped them off <laughs> like they didn't say here get out of our spaceship kindly go this way no they just drop and that's what they've been doing a lot of these cases where they find people that are dropped off in the middle of the sky or they go down the cliff so that means there's no regard for uh human life <laughs> which <Yeah>. is scary <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. you're dealing with the things that clearly don't give two craps really uh, yeah but that's that my thought on that is just if that if that's true, uh, that doesn't necessarily mean those are the only ones out there. Sure. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. They probably that not Or they are. Or they are. <laughs> yeah. I mean there's a, there's been enough stories from what I've heard of, of you know, aliens like uh, from abductions of, of people being, you know, put back peacefully if those are to be believed and there's you know but uh yeah there's just uh and and did you watch obviously you watched the uh the interview with the fbi agent yeah um which was fascinating because he talks about the people wet that are pulling the strings kind of that his boss answers to mm -hmm. <laughs> it's pretty wild like these are the people that they kind of know they're like worldwide and they're like kind of saying like, well, we can't do that. And it's like, we're just, that's classified. And so it, it's a little eerie. It's like, well, maybe there's some people that are assigned that are kind of in cahoots with the aliens or they're, they're working with them somehow. Yeah. Um, so it gives a little bit of credence a little to the weird men in black stuff in my mind, you know? Yeah. But I mean, those people that are in league with the UFOs or the whatever these things are, they might be them too. Yeah, yeah, it could be the way he was answering the questions. You know, it, it kind of leaves a little bit of that possibility in there. He didn't say one way or the other. He just says that you know, there's certain people that our bosses answer to that just 
you know, for whatever reason that we can't tell you that that's the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the credibility of the witnesses, I think that's the biggest thing to take away from this movie um, for me was, was that. And uh, the, after the credits, uh, bonus bonus footage, which is pretty much just the interview, more of the interview with with him, was um, was interesting. I watched it two times. I'll probably watch it another time just to make sure, you know, I I didn't miss anything. But uh, um, yeah, it's it's pretty unreal. It's uh, I wonder where he's going to go from here, uh, David, because it's to me that that's kind of answering most of these books that i've read so far i mean that's you know it could be it could be the 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 ufo is taken and then maybe it's some other terrestrial species that's taken people to yeah that somehow you know they're they're close enough to ufos where they don't leave any tracks and they just pluck people up well i think i think to your point where he can go uh if if there is disclosure, um, it depends wh- how uh, wide the disclosure is, how how deep they go with disclosure. It's like he has this perspective. If he if he has so many pieces of the puzzle, David does. It's mm-hmm. like if 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 he started getting questions, his he's going to ask the best questions. Because he knows the material the best, so he'll ask the best questions. So mm-hmm. if he gets, if he starts getting those questions answered uh, from others with high, with more knowledge of it, yeah, he could put together, you know, really good content to uh, fill the rest of us in. Now I have mm-hmm. no idea if any of that's going to happen or not, but maybe it will. That'd be cool. That's my hope, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so those those are the big ones in that. Uh, trying to think what else was in the movie. That uh, I was surprised. I thought it was going to be a little bit longer, but he talks about that in his videos. He says like, "Well, we're trying to keep it consistent because you have to. It has to be so long for you know showing it on Amazon and iTunes. Yeah. So he's kind of make it all uniform. So that's probably the reason with that. Mm-hmm. But." Um, no, it's. I tell you, it's really interesting. Um, he's having a he's having a a Bigfoot, uh, the Alaskan Bigfoot cruise. Did you see that? No. He's, like, he's he's doing that like in September. So he's telling him, you know, everybody, you, you know, if you go, you can go check it out, and we'll have a, a dinner and all that. And uh, and I, I'm I think it would that'd be pretty wild. That'd be that. No, that's a weird. That's a fun reason to go to Alaska because I never thought. I'd, I could see myself going to Alaska because I feel it's, although it's really beautiful, it's like, there's nothing there for me to really go besides just checking out the beauty, you know, by myself. But that, see, that's kind of like with me and like comic book conventions, like that gives me a reason to go to another state. Yeah. If there's something I'm actually going for, as opposed to just visiting the state, yeah. it seems like there has to be something set up over there for, that I'm interested in. Sure. So that would be, that, that would be an interesting trip so i don't know maybe that's something i could look into eventually too but uh um but yeah i gotta do arizona first (laughs) before i go to alaska for sure (laughs) um 
Yeah. Well, um, I was uh, I was walking down the street the other day, going for my uh, routine walk after work, and uh, it was cold. We got hit with snow a couple days ago, real bad. And I was walking down, and I saw a flash of light in the like it's it was dark and it's cloudy, and a big flash of light across the sky for like about a second. And I thought that's strange. That doesn't always happen. And I kind of waited to see if it was going to happen again. That didn't happen again. But I thought, well, maybe it's lightning. But mm-hmm. that's pretty. Or, or I'm thinking, or or a meteor, mm-hmm. maybe. That's kind of. That was a little weird. So I jotted that down in my uh, my paranormal journal because <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't happen every day. Has that ever happened to you in Minnesota, where you walk in a big flash of light at night during a like cloudy night in the winter? I haven't had that one happen to me, but my, yeah. I I have a close a f- person close to me in my life that was driving at, after we were doing um, the CE five protocols. This was like way back in 2016. I was doing those. I was making those tones. I was playing those tones uh, that is supposed to. Um, they were recorded. Uh, they were recorded after a crop circle was formed and they were making these tones. There was these frequencies being played at the crop circle. Mm -hmm. They they recorded it. And so you're supposed to meditate and play these tones and that's how you make contact. Right. So I was doing that with Mm -hmm. um, some, a buddy of mine and on his way home, afterwards we didn't see anything during uh the contact uh attempt but as he was driving home and this is he's a credible guy like he was skeptical of the whole thing i think he was laughing at me for trying yeah and uh he was uh driving home on the freeway and he said he said a ball of light came from behind his car and zipped past him on on the freeway oh i think yeah you were telling me about this before yeah yeah this was a long so. time ago um but yeah. that's the cool but i yeah so i don't know if that's like what you're talking about happened to you but no this is like behind the clouds like you know it's total cloudy night and i'm thinking the whole sky lit up like a flash and i'm thinking wow that was weird and and I'm thinking, well, maybe my eyes, but no, no, I, they don't do that. Just, I don't, they don't do that. So, yeah. well, I do. I have one that uh, that happened to me recently. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. In what the mountain that? preserve, bro. Okay. Yeah. In the mountain preserve during the day. Okay. Uh, this has happened to me twice where on like i'll be up on the top of uh i'll be on a high point or a low point and i'll be looking at a mountain and all of a sudden it looks like someone's holding a little makeup mirror and flashing the sun at me Mm. you know what i'm saying like uh right yeah i think so and i sit there and i stare and try to see if there's a person there and there's no person there there's no yeah. Um, huh. Yeah. 
and uh, I that right after it first happened to me, I was listening to I think it might have been Pilates, mm-hmm. and oh, no, it was a woman talking about it. How that's a sign of uh, that's a sign that they're close. That always happens during events, con- um, encounters. It, that's one of the things where there's a flash of, there's a, a reflection light, like a mirror in the distance. Mm. And so that freaks the hell out of me because I had just seen it. I was like listening to a podcast or something. Yeah. And then sh- she mentioned how this was a common thing that happens before people have encounters like close encounters. And so I saw it again yesterday and I was like, damn. Mm. So I've seen it twice. Uh, the first time I didn't think anything of it. I just thought it was weird because I literally, I stared and stared to find a person. I thought a person was reflecting something at me. So it was that obvious. It wasn't subtle. It was like for yeah. sure. Like someone yeah, flashed at you for sure holding a a little pocket makeup mirror and you know kind of tilting it back and forth until the sun will hit it and make it where were you i was at you're on a hike yeah uh, phoenix mountain preserve um this thing was probably i don't know thousand yards away wow um, so it's tough to see. It was, it, it'd be pretty tough to see the person, yeah. Yeah. but I just, I was looking for a person on the path. Now here's some reasonable explanation. It was around Christmas and I did see a few people had put up ornaments in the trees mm-hmm. around the mountain preserve. Like they were putting those. And so if there isn't a reasonable explanation, I would say that's the number one reasonable explanation. Like yeah. maybe maybe there was a met, partially metal ornament on a tree and it just it caught the sunlight. I'm just gonna say it didn't look like that. It looked like someone holding a mirror trying yeah. to, trying to flash the sun on me. That's what it felt like. That's what it looked like. Um. And yeah, you know, you're out there, you're out there. And one day I was on New Year's, Omina and I were out there by ourselves during a giant rainstorm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you're out there. What is one of the things that always happens uh, when someone goes missing? Now the bad weather. Yeah. And that was the top. That was the number one rain, uh, historic rain day here in Phoenix in 106 Mm -hmm. years, most rain in one day. Yeah. And we were out there in the preserve by ourselves. So luckily I stuck, I had Vince and Omina and we never really separated from each other, but yeah, I think I gotta be, uh, keep my senses engaged. Yeah, you do. When I'm out in the fucking... Just because it's in the middle of the city doesn't mean that's not someone's 
someone else's playground. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, people get taken in cities, man. That's yeah. the uh, most unreal aspect of all this. I mean, right, it's right. uncommon, but it does happen. And uh, Oh, whoa, whoa. You know what else is out in the preserve, bro? Mm. Granite everywhere. <laughs> oh, you better get a personal locator beacon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, granite and water. I know, but what the hell are they going to do with a locator be beacon up if I'm up on a fucking craft? What are they yeah. going to do? Well, yeah. At least, <laughs> at least they'll well, have data, maybe, you know. The the odd, well, that, that, and the odds. Well, he knows, like, he's like, he doesn't know anyone that's been taken that's had a locator beacon, you know. And I think he's like, he always encourages that you have a pistol and a. And a beacon is probably the best bet, yeah. but you know I don't know how are their their gun laws over there and conceal and carry and all that. But, what uh, an AZ? Mm -hmm. You can go, I don't need I can go buy one right now and I can carry it. Okay, and I don't okay. need a permit. All right, wow, wow, yeah. wild wow. west, brother. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So there's something to consider, and but I would definitely get a beacon because if you're going to be hiking a lot, yeah, it doesn't take very. You know, you know these stories. It doesn't take very much before it all it takes is somebody to just all uh, not look at you, and then you turn around and you're gone or they're gone. Right. I take. I don't want that to happen to you guys, but no, just saying. No, 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 you do. You no. Know. <laughs> Great. This would be great for the podcast. So I can be like, oh, hey, my good friend Daniel is going to be talking about it. <laughs> exactly. And I hope if it happens, please milk it. <laughs> I'll be all right. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I think about, you know, your imagination goes crazy when you think about the people that were taken and what they experienced and what they. I mean, some of the things that I, I was thinking about, it must be so like a cartoon that they experience, like whatever they, they're going through. Hopefully it's not, it's not horrific and hopefully they didn't suffer or anything like that. But I'm thinking, what if some of these people are just on a whole nother planet? How unreal, how unreal your life would be. And think about how you would have to reestablish purpose in your life in another, in an alien planet if you can survive on there. Yeah, <laughs> boy, that's a bit of a change. <laughs> well, especially you know how I just go to the shelter and pick up a dog, and he has no choice in it. He's our dog now. Right, you're right, well, right. What if they just put you in a a family, and uh, they're so far advanced mentally than us that we're just you know the funny little monkey pet. Yeah. Right. So that, yeah. Um, yeah, well, pretty, pretty terrifying. Yeah. Pretty damn weird. Um, but you never but, know. You never know what. We're uh, always smart enough to take, you know, we can, what is it called in Japan when you cut your stomach open? Carry, uh, carry. Uh, yeah. Like, I think something like that. Uh, I think it starts with an S. Um, uh, anyways, yeah, we can always do that. So they they can yeah. we can 
<laughs> we at least were smart enough to uh, take away their joy in tormenting us. Well, uh, you know, you never know. They they get the technology. It's like, well, we'll just, we'll just bring you back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you're still always gonna go somewhere. We'll we'll put that back in there too. Yeah, we got yeah. the technology. We're on that. <laughs> right. uh, oh, um, God, I I heard a good cast recently. I was gonna send to you. Gosh, what was it? Um, was it Higher Side Chats? Do you listen to Higher Side Chats? No. No, I don't it's think really so. good. I um I always it's hard to get it's sometimes it's hard for me to get into new pot new stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's just hard to break the barrier into something new. Yeah. Uh, like a new show, new podcast. This was so easy. I just put it on and it was so interesting and good. And he's just he's got such good guests. Like you can just hit you can just trust him to put make a good show right he's not doing reps he's not mm-hmm. just make getting anyone on his show just to do podcasts just yeah. to make podcasts and make do practice casts like he's at the point where he only gets the interesting guests so yeah higher side chats i really like uh higher side yeah higher side chats and um what else? Yeah, Freeman, the Free Zone, another great uh, Free Zone with Freeman Fly. Yeah. Okay, another great one. Just the coolest guests. Like those, I listen to his guests and then I go down on rabbit holes with them. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, with those people, and I feel like there's been so many of those people from different podcasts that it takes me down rabbit holes and it changes my life, you know, like one being, uh, Jim Gale. I was listening to him on Tripoli and like, I ended up paying him money and joining his co-op and it's been awesome. Like it's, it, you know, it's been what it's been, but net positive. You know what I mean? He's the guy that got you into the, uh, the food farming. Yeah. Okay. Food, Food forests. Food forest. I'm sorry. No, it, it is farming. Yeah, it is food farming. It is. Yeah, right. Um, well, I mean, look at us. We, you know, we were watching YouTube. We yeah. watch. You got into Joe Rogan, then we got into uh, 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 London Real, yeah. and that's how it all happened there. So, yeah, and a lot of yeah. Now we're ma- yeah. It's been a, five years, bro. <laughs> I've known you well, not quite for five years, but like, yeah, it's maybe it seemed like five, October. but yeah, yeah, it's unreal. I know, unreal. And think how slow time used to go when we were in school. Yeah, you Gosh. just did all of high school. Twenty eighteen seems like <sighs> yesterday, and yeah. we were doing. We would have just done all of high school in that time. I know, that's that unreal. Crazy? Yeah. It, it just I was talking to my friend, a good friend about this, how it just it goes so fast once you get out of when you're just working. When you're just, you know, putting in the time and and I was saying that you know, I was saying that you know what we gotta do you gotta you have to do stuff. That's how you kind of 
plot your your months a little bit, like do something different, you know, just go out of your comfort zone, accomplish something or, or definitely a change in scenery. And that's what I'm saying. Like it's definitely it's due for me to to get out of Dodge for a bit and do some new stuff and just so it just because the years can go by and you don't yeah. you don't really mark them yeah. for anything too exciting you got you still have, you got to live a, some kind of exciting life even when you're just plugging away yeah you know it shouldn't all be just work you no. know it should be really hard work uh to to push forward i just saw i'm watching barbarians uh by the way if you get to watch the ottoman show ottoman the ottomans on netflix okay really good i thought i thought it was really good i liked the roman one too but i knew all of that stuff i didn't know any of the ottoman stuff and it's a cool it's worth it's worth it but i was watching barbarians on netflix oh yeah i've been meaning to watch that that's on my list Yeah, yeah and the girl said one of the main stars said the gods like those that don't wait for the gods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They like they like those that you know take bold action, right? So yeah, yeah. See, uh, that's what it's all about, man. It's about action and reaction. It's mm-hmm. the law of nature. Every action has uh, equal or greater reaction. Mm-hmm. So, um. It's kind of like you want act, you want reaction. You got to just take action. If you want yeah. stuff, if you want stuff to change, you got to go do something you've never done. Yeah. Yep. Could be anything. Yeah. Could be anything. Just take action. Get out of the comfort zone. Do something where you're going to have to get up in front of a crowd and explain your project to them. That's right. What it, you know what I mean. Like right. that's where I give Brian Rose credit and everyone shouldn't be such that's where I give that course credit. He got us I did webinars and I invited a bunch of people and it literally got me way out of my comfort zone. And yeah. after that I was able to do higher stress podcasts with uh, bigger names cuz mm-hmm. I just that that strat, you know, it's it's uh, intimidating to invite thirty people to your live stream Zoom, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna explain your presentation, and then they're gonna you're gonna let them ask questions. Yeah, and like uh, <clears throat> that was scary, dude. So uh, I give it credit. I give him credit for that, and. Just one of those other things, like other meeting you, um, meeting others, yeah. getting me out of my comfort zone, forcing me to. I learned about Canva. I know that might seem petty, but Canva has been huge for me. Yeah, I use Canva all the time. I learned that from Team Gene. Yeah, yeah. Do you still uh, meet with anybody? Yeah, we're meeting every week. Wow. And they ask about you. Gene asks about you. Um. Gene just had a big, he's been having a, you know, webinar success, people going on his uh, chats and everything on, uh, I think he does live Zoom calls. And he had about, last one I saw, about 10 people on. So that's pretty awesome. He's got it all 
he's building the following. His podcast has been getting more numbers. He's got more subscribers and stuff. So he's taken off with his pod a lot. Um, but he's really putting in, I mean, he doesn't, you know, that's his main thing that he's doing. He's not going to, you know, your regular nine to five. So he's yeah. able to, to do that a bit more and, and stay on it. And uh, he has like, he's got like meetups and people go to his, um, you know, meet up and he's got these books that he's, he's made now. So he's got like a, a product to, to sell and nice. build more of a following. So yeah, yeah. he's, he's, he's blazing the path. It, it, the, awesome. It's not been easy. He's had his struggles, his family, you know, he's got a kid now. He just had a kid. Oh, so okay. that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, so he's in a kind of a different place than, than I am or any of everybody else. Uh, Liam, Oh, over there, he's uh, you know, he's in France and and he's he's plugging away. He's, you know, he's still he's working with this AI now, the Chat GDP or whatever that is. Yeah, GPT. Yeah, and um, you know, they're on that bandwagon, and I'm like, I'm the guy saying, nope, I'm not participating. <laughs> I go, that's a whole Pandora's box we're messing with that we're not ready for yet. Yep. <laughs> If you when you start typing in stuff and uh, you want to see where it goes, it's like I don't, I don't think that's good for us. <laughs> yeah, I had a I had a conversation with it, and yeah. uh, I I thought it was pretty smart. It was that it was it uh, <clears throat> it was it, it challenged my it challenged me a little bit, and it was good. I thought not all of it. Some of it's just cop out. It just says I'm a, I'm a, a conversation machine. I can't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh -huh. it was, it'll just say, sorry, I can't do that. I'm programmed to do this. But it, even that, it's just so <clears throat> saying I am is so crazy. Yeah. Like you're talking to like, like an actual person in a, a weird way. Yeah. Or a being. Yeah, it's like no different than say, "Oh, I can't, I can't disclose that to you." Mm -hmm. it's, he's just saying, "I'm a, I'm a." <laughs> yeah, that's eerie. Bot. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's like it's doing. It's putting in its time. Like this is my job. I can't. You know, I get out at, at five o'clock, sir. I can't answer that for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't be that for you, but I can be these other things. <laughs> yeah, but it's cool. Well, you do you do you mind? I mean, you don't have to tell me. But did you ask it anything personal, or was it just something you're just messing around with? That, well, it doesn't that know me. I yeah. asked, "What do you know who Daniel James Wilson from Minneapolis, Minnesota is?" Right, and it says, "Sorry, there's nothing on that." And so it's like, "All right, you don't know okay. who I am, so you can't make up any story for me." Okay. Um, but I I I know there's ways to do it to use it. And I want, I want to use it. I just don't, just like every other tech that comes out, they give it to you for free. They get you hooked and then right. they monetize. So, yep. uh, you know, if, I'm trying to, I don't see a world where I don't have to eat food. Food, I'm investing in the real world. Yeah. Uh, I'm not yeah. saying I, I'm, the online world is directly connected to the real world. I'm not trying to sound naive, but 
I like playing with the tools. I think it's good to know how the tools work. And if it can make money for you, use it. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, invest in the reality as well, the physical 3D, right? Yeah, I think that's one of the things. I think that's the dangers of being on so many social media platforms and trying to you know, I, was, I was thinking the other day, it's like, yeah, it's good that I do, you know, the videos on YouTube and all that, but I have to manage how much time I'm doing with that because if I become all about just doing the videos on YouTube, then nothing else will get done, you know? Yeah. yeah. I won't be able to keep writing my book. I won't be able to finish my comic and all that stuff. I have to be doing stuff in the real world, Yeah. Um, furthering my, you know, whatever, you know, if I want my skill set. Um that kind of stuff. So it, there should be a balance and I think it's easy to get out of balance. And I think something like that, it's going to push even more out of balance and more to the online world. And, uh, it probably could be addicting for some people, you know, depending well, yeah, on what you're looking for. Yeah. I mean, it's all just like getting you used to talk into the computer like that. Mm-hmm. Now, now they introduce the, the, member of the opposite sex in there with video you know you've seen those ai generated videos of people that Mm -hmm. so now it's that now now you get to have a relationship (laughs) with uh an ai generated girlfriend yeah right yeah and and then long term they make machines so you can you can go into VR and actually full body machines, mm-hmm. if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, if they make the experience real enough, then I'm sure people will settle for it. They'll settle for it. And I, to yeah. be honest, it might be really good for some people. Mm-hmm. Like if some people just have completely given up hope, of getting a partner and then they can find happiness in the, in the, uh, the virtual world. Mm -hmm. Why not? Well, it's like, who are you to tell them how to live? I mean, that's something they have to come. Yeah. Grips with them themselves, whether it's good or bad for them. And, uh, you know, personal choice, I guess. Um, but yeah, it is, you know, it's it's starting to move fat. I mean, we're not even the quantum computers. Once the quantum computers get put out there, where it's like it processes information to like an unbelievable speed, like we can't even comprehend because it's like we're not meant to go that fast. Yeah. And then they partner that with the AI. Oh, Whoa. oh boy, yeah. <laughs> we're all in trouble. <laughs> you know, things are going to move so fast and there's, uh, I don't know. I don't know, but it is good to kind of stay on top of the technology a little bit, just so you're not left behind. But at the same time, it's like, look, it's like with the smartphones. Like I knew when the phones were coming out, you know, it was a very definite time where, uh, my friend said, Hey, look, uh, uh, why don't you just get the phone? You know, cause I was really like, I don't really want to get the smartphone cause I know, or the flip phone because I know I'm going to be hooked because I saw everybody I saw it that early like it was 2012 2011 or something like that and uh, they were really dropping the price on the iPhone I ended up getting it because it was like 100 bucks yeah but it, that was you know from that day on it's like I was going to be on the phone a lot more 
And uh, I could just tell that everyone was getting glued to those th these things. And it's like, do I want to take an yet another step where I'm glued even more yeah. to a technology? Thing? Yeah, you know, it's tough because like I, it's like you see pictures from the 1920s and people are on a, a train and they're all reading the newspaper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a technology, I guess, you know? Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I'm with you though. Okay. Cause have you ever just looked at your stuff too long and had a headache? I haven't had a headache, but I've no, I know that I've looked at my phone for too long. I, I've, <laughs> I've given up too much time looking at it, yeah. <laughs> but thankfully I haven't had a headache. Like, for example, like getting out of bed and then there's the phone. You start messing around, looking on YouTube at, when you get up or late night. We both know we've had it late night listening to stuff, yeah. you know, make us go to sleep and all that. But it's like, yeah, it's probably not good to have it first thing to look at when you wake up or have it around you at night too often, you know. Yeah, totally. So, um, Totally. Well, it's about an hour eight. How about how we can wrap it up? Unless there's something else you wanted to get off your chest, or uh, anything else, anything else you wanted to talk about. Um, let me think, bro. I think we're all good. I think we're all good. Let's stay in touch, though. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. This was good. Wanted to get another podcast in uh, before the end of Jan January, and uh, and you know, and kind of get you know talk to you again and talk about the movie. And no, uh, oh, this is good. This is good. I was, I was listening to your last podcast there. I'm about halfway through that. That the last one you did was a long one with the um, who's the, what's his name that travels all over the place here? Alex. Um, let me pull it up. Columbia? He was in, yeah, from Columbia. That's I it. spelled Columbia wrong. <laughs> Did uh, you? I didn't even notice. Well, that. good. I that's what I figured. I figured no one was going to even know. Alex, Alex Shack. Did I say it right? Shack. Yeah, Alex Shack. Yeah, yeah. I uh, thought that was a fun episode. Yeah, it's good. It is good because he's. You could tell he's been all over the place. Yep. There and uh, so he's got some interesting. Uh, views and, and just it's neat you don't always get to talk to somebody that that travels that much or so that was good uh i'm about halfway through it i still have to finish it's an you know an hour 32 minutes it's one of your longer ones yeah for sure yeah we talked for a while it's just, i th I, have, I have a feeling the combos are just going to get longer now because my combos in general have been getting way longer with friends on the phone like i'm yeah i'm going a lot i'm doing a lot less uh I'm doing less one hours and more two hours. Yeah. So Jesus, you know? They, yeah. That's long. And then one day, the day I put an offer in on the house, uh, I was on the oh. phone from like 7.30 a.m. until 10.30 at night, the whole day. Just, I talked to, yeah, same people, a few of the same, handful of people. I uh, I talked to all freaking day, one after the other, and the, my brain was fried. Like I had to sleep in the next day. Jeez, like so that was about the house though. 
Uh, yes, was... it's all about the house. Yeah. Because it was like kind of the, I, I was <clears throat> signing the doc and putting in the offer, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, wow. That's a hell of a long time to be talking on the dude, phone. It was crazy, crazy, crazy day. My adrenal glands were like dead by the end. Dead. Yeah, man. Uh, but all right, bro. Thanks for having me on, man. Okay. Yeah. No, it was good. Uh, that was a good one. Um, maybe we'll do another one in February. Uh, yeah. You got to do uh, Deed on Dot Life here coming up. Yeah, definitely invite me on. I appreciate that. And uh, all right. We'll right, talk, bro. or we'll talk before that too, and just yeah. uh, just for the hell of it, you know, yeah. non podcast, whatever. Just, um, yeah, all right, but uh, good stuff. I'm glad things are shaping up for you over there, things are really yeah. looking good for you guys, so that's awesome. It's good so far. We're, uh, we're, yeah, we're, well, you stay positive, yeah, and stay uh, positive, create I'm that doing reality. The affirmations. Uh-huh. I got my notebook every day, yeah, good, yeah, good. That's right. That's right. All right. All right, man. Good talk. Long days, pleasant nights. Chat soon. All right. You got it. All right. Later. Take care. Bye-bye. All right.